Hello, you guys, and welcome to the Lively Pod with your host, Lauren Elizabeth, a podcast dedicated to all things health and wellness to help you live your most liveliest life. We're talking things like nutrition, relationships, mental health, career goals, and so much more. And today is no different. We are talking about something that I love as kind of a lifestyle thing, but I also value it so much in the standpoint that it truly helps me build community and connection in my day-to-day life. And so this topic is how to be a host, hosting 101, the hostest with the mostest kind of vibe. So today's episode, I have myself set up with a glass of wine, a nice Sauvignon Blanc, and my friends just brought over cookies for me, which was so sweet. So that is kind of the atmosphere that I have created to host my podcast this evening, all about how to throw fun dinner parties, hangouts with your friends. If you're listening to this episode, you're likely wanting to get into hosting or you already host amazing events. And I am most definitely the host in my friend group and I love it. My mom's the host of everything and she has just led by such a spectacular example that I work to exemplify every single thing that she does um, when it comes to throwing a party and just having people over in general. Every time she just sets the mood beautifully. And so I'm absolutely following in her footsteps. I love to decorate. Y'all know that. If you listen to the Healthy Home podcast, I love to decorate my house and make it very moody and vibey for whatever season it is or whatever kind of holidays around the corner. And so with it being holiday season this December, we've just had Thanksgiving, we're rolling in to December, and it's almost Podmas, you guys. Podmas begins next week. Get hype. But I thought it was the perfect time to kind of do a hosting episode. So If you're listening to this episode, you're probably someone who enjoys hosting or are wanting to get into hosting more. So you're probably somebody who loves to plan things. You're a type A planner, super organized. If you're not, that's okay. It just takes a little bit more effort. And then you like to set the vibe or tone of events. You like to set the atmosphere and just make everyone feel comfortable. You create space for everyone to come and enjoy a night together. You're kind of like creating and spurring that community atmosphere. Or you may just be the person who is taking the initiative and no one in your friend group wants to do it. And so nothing therefore makes it out of the group chat. And so it's your turn to step up and I'm here to help you. So I wanted to start off and we're going to kind of go through like the timeline of events on how you're going to plan these amazing, spectacular nights or even weekends. I just planned an entire cabin weekend for our friends group back in the beginning of November and it was so much fun. I planned everything from the Airbnb, the dates, the food, all of the different things that we were kind of doing. And it was so much fun and it created a core memory for our group and something that we're going to try to do annually now. So it just goes to show you that if things, if you really want to be doing these things, you need to take the initiative yourself to get, just put them in motion. You can be the one to put them in motion. If you really set your mind to it and create an affordable and kind of plan behind it, 
people will absolutely get on board, especially if they just have to show up. And then it can create these really fun memories. And that's all about what helps your mental health, your emotional health, is making connections with other people in your community and creating those genuine friendships that are so valuable to our health in general. And so that's where I think hosting really aligns with this platform in and of itself is that it is a wellness thing at the end of the day, is that you are diving into your community and you are creating something that everyone can enjoy. So we're going to start off strong with your idea. You have an idea, you want to host something, you don't know what you want to host, but you want to host something and you know which friend group that you're going to kind of target for this. It can be a friend group, it can be a family group, it can be a work group, really any group, just kind of having them in mind and begin to send out feeler texts for when people will be free, kind of gauging dates and making sure to suggest some yourself. And it's even better if you take into account their schedules to make them feel valued. So that was one thing that I did when I was planning the cabin weekend is that I looked through the medical school schedule, made sure I found the dates that worked with all of the boys that were in the medical school, and then asked the girls around and been like, hey, does this date work for everyone? Because I already knew it worked for half of the group, so can we make it work for the other half too? And it just really showed some like forethought rather than just being like, hey, I really want to do this event sometime this fall. Those are the type of texts that never make it out of the group chat because they get forgotten about and they're not scheduled. And then you can also think about the theme that you want the event to center on. Is it a football game, a sports event? Is it a holiday party, a girls' night? Maybe it's a movie marathon. A few years ago, I guess it was just last year. Oh my gosh, it was only a year ago. It feels like longer. We did a murder mystery party with my family and Will's family, and it was so much fun. Will's sister, she is also a planning goddess. She kind of organized the whole murder mystery event, and it was so much fun. We all got dressed up in costumes, and there was a whole kit online that she got that had all the scripts and things like that, and it was phenomenal. So definitely check those out if you're looking for something that would be kind of pre-planned for you that you could just kind of like host the event of. It has attire that you should wear. It has ideas for what to serve, things like that. And it just ended up being a super fun night. We did it on New Year's Eve and it was a hit. And so you're kind of brainstorming these themes. You can also look on Pinterest for party themes if you want something out of the box or just something a little bit more fun that you can really set a theme to. I know this summer a big one was like garden parties or kind of like in the spring I felt like it was Bridgerton tea parties. And so you can really create a vibe once you start thinking about the theme. And then once you have the theme, you have the date text people with kind of like your invite text. So it's the theme of the party, what people need to bring, the time, the location, what to wear, things like that. And it's even better if you want to be elite and go onto Canva and create like a fun graphic to be your quote unquote invitation that you send over text. It can just be like an added layer of fun. That is very over to the top. You definitely don't have to do that, but it is something that I would do. (laughs) So felt like I should throw it in there. Canva is a great graphic design platform. If you haven't begun to use it yet, or you haven't tried it out, definitely do that because it is my saving grace for everything nowadays. 
And so you've sent the text, you have the theme in place, everyone's on board, you're off to a strong start. Now it's time to start kind of thinking about setting the scene for the event. So you're thinking the vibe, the aesthetic that you're going for, and I 110% will turn to Pinterest for this. So you're looking at things like if you are hosting a football night, kind of typing in football honestly just football night into Pinterest, it'll come up with a ton of things and you can look for things that you already have around your house. That's the one thing that I personally am not a big fan of is when you like go out and buy like party city decorations. I just think it's like kind of wasteful. I don't feel like it gets reused. So rather trying to find things that you already have in your house, I will go around and collect multitude of things, even if they're like knickknacks on bookshelves or in the closet, like certain color books and things like that to make sure that I have all of the just kind of vibe that I want to go for. So like, for instance, on Valentine's Day, I'll pull pink books, I'll pull pink craft paper out and cut out little hearts and things like that that make super easy decorations. I also have an immense amount of candles. So candle holders and candles are a great way to make an event aesthetically pleasing without breaking the bank. You can get candlesticks from Goodwill. You can get them off Amazon for super cheap, but they come in so many colors that if you go up and buy a bunch of different colors, so by now my collection includes pink, aqua blue, dark blue, red, green, black, brown, white, all of these different color candlesticks. And I honestly never burn them. You could definitely burn them if you want, but I don't burn them. I just reuse them for what I'm decorating or setting the space. And so right now I have all of my red candles out because it's Christmas time. But over Halloween, I had like black candles out that were kind of like moody and kind of spooky for fall. And so that's a really fun one to look for. So kind of finding things in your space that you already have or that are super easy to make and DIY is a great way to make this a very low cost event because I don't want you spending a bunch of money. I don't spend a bunch of money. Um, Really, my highest budget thing is always on the food and you can always have people Venmo you for the food too because you are putting on this whole thing. So that's kind of like getting into your tablescapes. You're kind of looking at your Pinterest mood board for this event and you can create your tablescape. I love table runners and then having, like I said, like if for with the Valentine's Day example of the cutout pink hearts, you can sprinkle those on the table. During fall, I do sprinkled leaves. But a great way to kind of cut down your cost on decorations is to use natural decor from outside. It's completely free. So like this Christmas, I'll be going out and getting holly berries and evergreen um, branches and things like that to kind of create different centerpieces and table runners that are completely free. They'll smell really good and they just enhance the decoration. So you can do the same thing with flowers. I have been known to go and pick flowers on walks. You just kind of pick them off and don't pick off all of them because you want to leave some of them on the bushes that people have, but you can pick one or two. No, no, no. 
And so, but you can also buy flowers that are super cheap at like Trader Joe's and stuff. And so you have flowers, you have your serving ware, like the different charcuterie boards and things. You have natural decor from outside, all to set your tablescapes, your decor. Maybe you set up a fun bar area so that people can like have fun drinks. And then you also have your mood lighting. So you have candles and I highly, 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 highly recommend no overhead lighting. I'm a big proponent of no overhead lighting and it's a good thing because my apartment has no overhead lighting. So we are a big lamp family and we also have floor lamps, which is kind of cool. So not floor lamps from the standpoint that it's like a tripod and it's a lamp that's kind of like person height. It is more like a light that is sitting on the ground that shines up and we have it on two different artworks in our house that it just sits on the ground. And it makes it look really pretty and adds a lot of light to our space. But things like candles, things like lamps really can set the atmosphere so that it's soft and inviting rather than harsh and too bright and having all the lights on. So setting the mood, lighting candles, and light a candle in the bathroom. I feel like that is really vibey and it just makes your house smell really good. So light a candle in there. And then lastly, for kind of setting the scene is create a playlist. So some of my friends are super in tune with playlist making and can make phenomenal playlists, but that is not my strong suit. So I just go on Spotify and search the vibe that I'm looking for, whether it's cozy, jazzy fall, or maybe it is pop Christmas playlist. So it's really just dependent on the mood, but Spotify has so many lists that I don't even have to think about making a playlist anymore. I just search whatever I'm feeling and kind of go with that. But if you have someone in the friend group who's music attuned, just toss it off to them. Be like, make the playlist for us. And then we kind of move into food. So you're in charge of like making all the food or telling people what to make. And so thinking of food, you're going to have appetizers, you want to have drinks, you want to have dinner, and you want to have a dessert. And so appetizers, I feel like are so important because this helps people get ingested and helps when dinner isn't ready. I feel like people always come to events starving, which is super funny. I'm not one of those people. I typically have a protein shake or something that is nice and satisfying before I go to an event so that it's not like I don't get there and I'm starving and I fill up on chips and salsa kind of thing. But having appetizers is really nice, even if it's just like a bowl of nuts or something for people to snack on. And then creating your custom cocktail or drinks. So this fall for, I hosted like a Halloween movie night where I like blew up an air mattress, set out fall blankets, and we had like a bunch of fun snacks. And so for that we did, I got a thing of apple cider and a thing of sparkling apple cider that was spiked and then I we also had bourbon and so we kind of made fun spiced drinks that night but then this Christmas I'll probably do a cranberry cocktail of some sort that's kind of Christmassy. I love the trend with the rosemary Christmas tree. If you haven't seen it you have to look at it but basically what you do is you put a sprig of ro- rosemary into a cup with a little bit of water on the bottom and then you throw it into the freezer so that the rosemary freezes standing up and it looks like a Christmas tree and then you pour your drink inside of it and it is so cute. It's like a little snow globe. It looks 
absolutely stunning so I will definitely be doing that this Christmas so like having a fun drink but you can also just have wine sweet tea lemonade like it doesn't have to be crazy and I always recommend having water available at all times just so that people don't feel like they have to ask or have to have two drinks in their hands just kind of having water around so that people don't have to get it out of the sink or something themselves you can have it on ice or something and then for dinner. There are a few different ways that you can do dinner. You can even just order something and have it be delivered and have that be your night. But for like the laid back host, maybe do a buffet or a potluck, something that's kind of self-serve or people can kind of just go through. This really works at football parties, things like that, sporting events. And then if you want something like a Friendsgiving or a holiday party that's elevated but still like very approachable, you could do the family style dinner where all of the food sits on the table and you enjoy it together. And that's a really good one for potluck too, as people can all kind of serve it themselves. And then one that I've never done, but all the power to you if you want to try it, is like the ultimate fully plated with courses still have yet to do this, but it's on my bucket list to like have a full plated meal that I do for people. I think that would be really fun. But anyway, and then obviously thinking about a dessert is kind of the last step for your food is thinking about what do you want to have? Even if it's just Will and I are obsessed with true fruit. If you've never tried true fruit, it's basically frozen chocolate covered fruit and their raspberries that are dipped in white chocolate and dark chocolate are heavenly. And so we just put those in a bowl the other night when we were having friends over to watch one of the football games this season. And it was so simple, but it still got it that sweet tooth. You could make cookies, brownies, you can pick something up, but just kind of having something in mind. Cause I'm one of those people who has to have something sweet after they have dinner. So if y'all aren't serving something sweet, I'm going to be looking for like chocolate chips in my purse or something to give me that little sweet taste. So pro tip, always serve something sweet for dessert. Okay, so now you have your food, you have your decorations, everyone's coming, people are arriving. So my tips here are to greet everyone at the door with a smile, being like, come in, come in, immediately invite them into your house so they feel welcomed and not awkward standing on your doorstep. Tell them whether or not you want their shoes off, have somewhere that they can put their coats so they're not just holding them awkwardly or just wear them into the house. And then like have the appetizers already plated so you can just throw them out like it's no big deal. People start chatting, you have places to sit and then get a drink in everyone's hand. Even if it's just sweet tea, lemonade, water, something like that, just have them have a drink so that I personally always like to hold something, but I'm also always somebody who's thirsty. So I will always appreciate having a drink in my hand when I walk in the door. And then lastly, guys, enjoy the night. You planned it. You deserved it. You created this entire atmosphere. You created the vibe. You invited your community. And this is the time where you can just enjoy yourself, laugh, have a great time, and know that it is always more about the quality of people that you invite rather than everything going off without a hitch. So even if you only take one of these decorating tips or one of these hostess tips, 
don't worry about trying to do them all. Just enjoy the people and just create the event. Have the space, hold the space so that people can come over and you can create a memory together. And then last final bonus little tip here is don't forget that the cleaning can wait. A relaxed and happy host is just, it sets the mood for the whole party. So just chill out. The dishes can wait. If you're like me, uh, when I get drunk and everyone leaves my house, I get in a mad cleaning dash and I want everything to be clean. Will thinks I'm crazy. I'll throw everything in the dishwasher and just, I go crazy and want everything to be clean so that when I wake up slightly hungover, I'm not waking up to a messy home. And so that is just me, but I do it after everyone leaves because while people are still there, I'm still in the moment. I'm still at the event and I'm not even thinking about cleaning. So that is how you can be the hostess with the mostest, how to host an event. And I feel like this is so fun and especially for the holidays. So go out, text your friends today and set an event, have the best time and tag me in all of your fun tablescapes, decorations, things like that that you do for your next event. I'd love to see them. My tags at Let Us Be Lively. And I will see you all next week for the start of Podmas. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. We have a few guest speakers and a lot of fun mini episodes along the way. So it'll be the 12 days of Podmas leading all the way up until Christmas Eve get ready. It's going to be fantastic. I'll see you all then next Wednesday. Have a great one.